So, Ayebs, you are welcome to our conversation today. Um, thank you. Great, 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 great. So, you are you are welcome once again. My name is Ayebsiyo. I'm our host for today. And while we're waiting for other guests to join us, I'd like you to briefly introduce yourself. It's, I'm really glad that you decided to join us today. And so I'd like to ask you to briefly introduce yourself and then let's get this convo going. All right. Good evening, everyone. Um, thank you so much, Irene. Um, I'm glad to be here. It's actually my first space. Um, so <laughs> I'm hoping it goes well, actually. So, yeah, let's get started. Um, so a little about myself. My name is Ayabia, Ayabia Cranting. Um, um, what, what, what? I'm a teacher. I teach French. Currently in a secondary school. Um, or should I say senior high school? Yeah, but I have my small business on this side. And, um, yeah, that's basically it for now. Thank you. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I'm wondering if you, if you should switch to French or not, but, well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. I don't think I'd be that good. <laughs> Please, just for the sake of our listeners, let's, let's just carry on. Okay, sure. Sorry, 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 that's fine. So, um, Ayebs, um, Ayebia, you know that this is Women's History Month, and in this month, we're celebrating phenomenal women in, a, in all our spaces. I mean, we've done a lot, and we deserve to be recognized, we deserve to be appreciated, we deserve to be celebrated. And so, to me, it's really key that we are doing this space with a woman herself, so that you can show us like, all that superpower that women have. So, let's see, um, to begin with, what does this month mean to you? Why is it a special month for you as well? Um, personally, I think it's important, like he said. Um, we know that Women's History Month is to acknowledge the achievements of women in the society, those that are contributing um, in their own small way. So, yeah, it's important. Personally, um, it represents growth for me growth in the sense that if you're going to contribute to something you need to um you cannot give let me put it that way so it means that each of us have our own role to play we need to grow personally first of all before we can make our contribution i really love that it means growth and yeah i think that i took today is another platform for all of us here to go as we join in the discussion, as we share from each other, I'm definitely sure that we'll be doing a lot more growing today. And so talking about growth, um, I've I've been watching you on Twitter. I think you connected on Twitter. I've seen you posting about salad delights and all that. And so my first um, major question would be, so what inspired you to start salad delights? What inspired you to grow this business? Um, The story... Hmm. Let me say, Salad Delight was born out of anger. <laughs> Let me say, holy anger. I don't know, but nice. Uh, actually, that was how it started. Um. So I think back in twenty twenty, yeah, a friend of mine once said, um, breakfast 
for an event. And they were having a little celebration and then he wanted me to help him get a vendor. And then I think there was one lady I used to contact um on Instagram. So she had become like my plug sort of. So this time I hit her up and she was being cold, uh, or should I say rude? Unnecessarily, like I didn't understand. So I just felt probably she was having a bad day. Or maybe I hit her at a bad time. So I decided to check in with her later. And then it was the same story the second time. So I really got pissed because I didn't understand. I mean, for someone who's doing business, even if you have your personal issues, I don't think you should let it get in the way of um, your business. So I got pissed and then I decided to get another vendor. But I hadn't also tried other people and I couldn't risk it. Like, I didn't want to do, like, a try and error sort of thing. So I just decided I'll do it. I'll do the package myself. And I took the lady's menu. I checked out the stuff. I made a list of the things I needed to get. And then <laughs> initially my friend was this. He, he didn't really like the idea, but I managed to convince him somehow. So... We decided that if it doesn't turn out well, I was going to make a refund. <laughs> and, yeah, so I just did it. Fortunately for me, it turned out well. And then I took pictures of it, posted on my WhatsApp status. And then everybody was kind of surprised. Like, did you really do this, that kind of thing? And then I got a couple of people asking, ah, so you can do all this and you're here. I mean, what are you waiting for? Just start, start a business already. And actually, I like cooking too. So I enjoy cooking and garnishing and all that. So um, initially, it didn't sound like a plan. I mean, I just felt I was helping out. But later, with the way the pictures went and the feedback I was getting, I decided to give it a shot. So, yeah, that was how I started. A little anger from the beginning. Wow. Then, <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty inspiring. Like, it started out of holy anger. <laughs> and I like that term. Yeah. Holy yeah. anger. <laughs> and, you know, you know, you also mentioned one key thing. You said that you felt that you were helping. You know, like, you reached out to this person and it, they weren't really responsive both times. And then he just felt like, okay, so let me go out and then do what I can do to yeah. help to help somebody. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, that's that's how great things start, right? Mm-hmm. There's this quote about service to many leading to greatness, <laughs> and I think that just as you decided to serve your friend, it has also led to like you discovering phenomenal yeah, yeah, things yeah. along the way, and then wanting to find new things along the way. So yeah, kudos for that. Kudos for that. Yeah, and I'm actually. And for so. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm actually grateful that um, should I say he gave me the chance. Yeah, because I mean he could have refused. Um, he could yeah. have insisted on getting another vendor. But yeah, I'm glad he gave me the chance, and here we are today. A shout out to your friend, whoever <laughs> he is. I mean, if you go down in history, sure you'll be part of your story forever. <laughs> He's actually here? No, I don't think so. I'm not, I'm not even sure he's on Twitter. Oh, okay, okay. No problem. We'll share the, the recording with him later. <laughs> sure. 
question. So, Abna, I think we'd like to know. So, um, you spoke of how the father seller delights because of uh, the holy anger. So, along the journey, what have been some of the exciting points? Maybe like two or three highlights of the journey for you, like all the good parts for you so far. Um, exciting points. Hmm. I think I can remember three of them. So, the first one was... Great. Um, um, the first one was when I when I got my first big order. <laughs> I was really excited. I mean, um, I think when I started, my first menu that came out, I had my smallest package was going for 25 CDs. And then I think I had another one going for 40 CDs. And then um, there was another one for 60. So those were like the smallest I had. And then I think the biggest at the time was going for 150. So the the 60 and 40 were like my best sellers. So most of the times I get an order, if it's not 40, it's 60. So I got used to making them. And then anytime I got an order, I could just guess, okay, so maybe I got 40 this time. The next one is going to be 60. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> and then just out of the blue, someone comes and then he's like, what is your biggest package? I say one fifty. Then he's like, okay, I I want something for two fifty, and I'm like, whoa, nice. <laughs> I didn't even know what I was going to add because I mean, one fifty and two fifty is quite a long distance. <laughs> so I had we had to deliberate and then um decide on the extra stuff he wanted me to add. And then we got a basket. I didn't even know how to wrap the basket at the time, but um, so I had to watch some tutorials on YouTube, practice with an empty basket wrapping and all that. And at the end of the day, it turned out well. I got great feedback, and then um, the client actually kept coming back. So we did doing business for a while, and yeah, I think that was the first. And then the second one, the second one was when I made my first thousand CDs. I was so excited, trust me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. um, I was excited because initially um, I was trying to make my packages as affordable as possible. So I checked out a couple of vendors on Instagram and I was seeing like the prices their packages were going for. So I tried to really cut down on my prices a bit. And then at the end of the first month, I didn't make anything. (laughs) All the income just went back into expenditure. So I I ended up with nothing. And I was so sad. Like I felt like, no, this thing is not worth it. It's not really going well like I thought. And I was also scared of increasing the prices because I felt it would be like, oh, when you came, your prices were good just a few months and they're already increasing prices. So I was, I was really worried and lost. So I had to, I mean, do my homework well. So um, I had to make some adjustments here and there. And then within a few weeks or months, I had skilled up and then I made my first thousand CDs. I was excited. <laughs> And yeah, then, yeah, the last one. The last one was was quite recent. So, um, 
I think last year, yeah, sometime last year, a girl from my church reached out to me. She was actually um, someone I taught in teen church, and she gained admission to UCC, and she said she wanted to start a business. So I was like, hey, yeah, you're just getting into school. You're already thinking of business. So <laughs> I said to think of what she thinks she can do and then try and study the environment and see what will sell. So she came back later and she said she wants to do my kind of business because there's nobody who does that thing around there. So she came, I think during one of their long backs, she came around and then we spoke, I gave her all the tips and she tried out a couple of things and then, yeah, she's been doing well. And I think those those of you in UCC, in and around UCC can check her out, Stella Cathy. She's been sending me a lot of great feedback. She's also doing well. Uh, yeah, so that was also exciting. I mean, the fact that I was able to, should I say, inspire someone to also do something for herself. Yeah, it was exciting enough. Wow. I think, like, I, I've got so many key points from what she said. I'm just <laughs> learning a lot more, like, how to do my business so far. The last part about how you inspired the, the, the Colored Cafe lady on YouTube campus mm-hmm. is, is, is really a highlight for me. Like, kudos for doing that. Thank you. And, and I think that another thing that I got from what you said is that the fact that we need to be adaptive. Yeah. Because when when the customer approach you, yeah, like, that, um, do you have a 250 package? You could be like, oh, let me just tell him that this is what I have. But then you are willing to to experiment, yeah, and then take it a step further. Yeah, and most of the time, so I think that that's another lesson. Yeah, most of the time mm-hmm. we actually end up because um, even with the one fifty or with the custom orders you have, someone will come and would want to make changes. So as for adapting, you have to every now and then you do that. Up. Nice, and you do it all with a smile on, <laughs> not with holy anger, right? <laughs> now we don't yank about school. And, and and I think you also mentioned that we need to learn along the journey. I think that's also important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. in everything that we are doing, we're, not, we're never going to start, yeah, like 100%. Mm-hmm. So so speaking about learning, um, Ayebia, you shared with us some highlights. Mm-hmm. And along the journey, what are some key lessons that you've also learned? What are some things that you you think would be beneficial for us or as we are on this space with you tonight, that will also help us to like go past those mistakes, mistakes in quotes, and then like build a better business. So like what are some of these key lessons that you've learned along the journey so far? Some of the key lessons. Okay. Um, well, let me see from my perspective, from my own experience. So, um, I think the first thing is to start small. Um, initially, I was, I was, I almost didn't start honestly because, um, I like to really think things over before I make a move, and most of the time I'm wondering what if, what if, most of the time it's actually like what if it doesn't go well, what if it doesn't turn out fine, and um, yeah, so initially that was what I was doing but then at a point I just decided to okay let me just give it a try and then I started small with very little <laughs> I think how much did I really start with I think I had managed to save up some money 
so yeah, so when I started, I wasn't working. I wasn't working at the time. I had just quit my job and then I was home. So I had some 200 CDs. Yeah, I remember. 200 CDs I had saved up somewhere. And considering all the things I needed to get. So I actually had to start small. I went to the market, spoke to a couple of vendors. Most of the time, they sell their stuff in bulk, especially the plastics, the disposables and all that. So I had to actually talk to some of them to give me the stuff in like small quantities. And then that was how I started. And then the other thing was also to bear in mind that nobody owes you anything. Like sometimes you feel like, oh, this person is my friend. They should support. Like this person is family. They should help. They, They don't owe you that. If they decide to help, fine. If they don't, I mean... <laughs> They are cool. You should you shouldn't keep any um malice or anger or anything. I mean, they don't owe you anything. If they help, they are cool. If they don't, they are cool. So that's the kind of mindset you need. Nobody owes you anything. And then the other thing is also to try and study your analytics. So personally, for my kind of business, there are some particular times you get the spike like. You have more um, others coming in, so you need to study, and then you see what times you are getting more orders, what times you are getting um, less orders, and then you need to try and find a way to manage it. And then the other thing, also still on studying analytics, is um, knowing which platform works for you. So I'm actually more active on Twitter because that's always for me. Um, I'm I'm on Instagram as well, but um, Instagram doesn't really work for me. Most of the time, people say that if you want to do business, you should go to Instagram. But personally, Instagram doesn't work for me. So yeah, when you study all that, you know what works for you and you know how to go about stuff. And then the last one is about being proactive. So just like I said, you realize that there are some particular times and you get more orders. So you need to be proactive. If you need to make a special flyer for that occasion, you do it. If you need to um, maybe do a discount or a promo, something. So it takes a bit of proactiveness to be able to do all that. Yeah, so I think that'll be it for now. Nice. I, I was writing down the lessons. <laughs> I, I need to apply them in my business as well. So I think that... One of the key points for me was the fact that um, nobody owes us anything. Yeah. yeah. You know, sometimes, like, we keep on blaming this person hasn't done this, this person hasn't done that, this person didn't promote this. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's up to us. You know, if this life is to work, we have to put in the work, you know. And and sometimes, like, we, we don't put in the work and then we start and then blame others. That will work at the end of the day. So, you know, I'm glad that you're giving us that reminder that nobody owes us anything. And if we want something, we have to put in the effort. And and we have to really go go um out and then get it. And and the, the bit about being proactive too, I think it's really necessary, you know. At the end of the day, um the more that you study your analytics, as you also mentioned, um, the more that you decide when you can do this promo, then you can do these nice things, mm-hmm. like the, the peak areas of your business, and then you know what measures to put to put in place. These are really like practical strategies. Thank you so much for sharing them um with us. And and you you shared like a bit of um, these challenges, a bit of the lessons that 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 you've learned along the way. 
Now, I know that we'll pause, we'll pause like after this question so that in case there are some questions from our listeners, then um, we can, we can, they can pop um, those in as well from our guests. Sure. But I think that the next question I'll ask you before that is um, maybe what are some one or two challenges you face and what's kept you going? What has kept you building Salad Delights despite those challenges? Hmm. <laughs> um, challenges. <laughs> I thought the challenges well, are more than two. <laughs> okay, can share them with us. <laughs> Seriously. That's fine. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I think when I started, the most challenging part was the, the beginning. Um, I think when I was starting out, I, those those um, those are the times I had a lot of challenges. Um, so initially, like I mentioned, with the pricing, um, I had a problem pricing, and I wasn't really making anything at the end of the day. And um, yeah with clients not showing up there was a time i had someone made me make a package and then he didn't pick it up <laughs> and um so at a point oh. i had to like really change the face of things and yeah mm-hmm. so after the challenges you're plenty from friends you have friends who place an order and they're expecting you to give it that um they, they come with their own prices <laughs> So they think that oh. this package is <laughs> yeah. so much. I mean, crazy. But um, what has kept me going? I think. Um, hmm. How do I put it? Okay, so I think I mentioned right. that at the time when I started, I wasn't working, so I really needed this okay. to work. Yes, yes, um, I needed to survive. I mean, basically, so I had to go. You know? I had to push. I had to find different strategies to make it work because I really have um so many options at the time, and I'm glad they picked up the time. And then the other thing that keeps me going, my mom. Honestly, she's been very supportive, and sometimes, oh, and sometimes. I think she's she's yeah she's the reason because I feel like let me just um I, she believes in me she she really thinks that I can do it and so I feel like okay let me just the believer. I don't want to let her down one way or the other so yeah I think that's it yes your mom is one of the reasons that, that that's really nice to hear too. And, you know, I think that I continue. Um, in case you have a question, I'll just be um asking Abna Ayebia the different questions. But in case you want to ask a question, kindly um, raise your hand while we're going along. And then I'll just invite you to be a speaker so that you can also come in and then ask from, like, Ayebia's ritual of experience. She's sharing with us, like, really practical strategies. So do, do note your questions. Okay, so I have a request. Let me just um, unmute. Hi, Fab Nigeria. Okay, so that is not work. Yes, so you can go ahead and ask your question. I'll meet your speaker. Jojo, let me make you a speaker. Just give me a minute. Okay, Enes, so you can now speak. 
you are welcome. So kindly go ahead and ask your question to Abna. Okay, so I think I'm going to go ahead. And then um, in case you do want Hello? to speak, just raise your hand. Yes, okay, we can hear you now, Enes. Yeah, I wanted to... So please go ahead. Um, thank you very much for this session. Um, so my question goes like this. I wanted to find out from Ayeb. Um, from her submission, is like um, Salah Delight was born out of what she called the holy anger, which would be <laughs> as a reason of circumstance. Um, so with what she has seen so far, with um, all that she has gone through so far to bring Salah Delight to this level, my question is, given the chance, would she, if she's to start again, all over again, would she have planned it better before starting or she would just start and then learn along the line. She would just do the same thing as it was before. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I am over to you. <laughs> um, actually, I think I know a lot now than I started. Um, I think I've gotten better with time. So if I get a chance to start all over, I'll definitely do better. But then I wouldn't wait for all the dots to connect before starting. Because even now, um, there are still things I learn. And um, initially when I started, it was just salad. So that was how the name even came about. All the other things on the menu you see were added later in time. So um, maybe if I was starting out now, um, probably um, I wouldn't have had a problem with pricing or how that would be. Yeah, so I'll definitely do better now if I get to start over. But like I said, I wouldn't wait for all the dots to connect before because there are things you still learn as you go along. So yeah. I wouldn't wait for all the dots to connect before. Yeah, I think that that, that sounds like a punchline, you know? <laughs> yes, thank you, Abna. So I guess, like, you're just telling us that wherever you are, like, just go ahead yeah, and get started. Yeah, you need to start small. No matter, no matter how small you think it is, um, mm -hmm. you, you can just start. Great. Thanks for sharing that, and thanks for the question, Jojo. In case anyone else would like to ask a question along the way, please just um, raise your hand and I invite you as a speaker. So, um, Abna, going, so I have one more person. Hello, so you're a speaker now, you can go ahead. Hi, Divi. So you can go ahead and then speak now. Hello, Divi. Okay, so I think I'm just going to go ahead and then like we'll, we'll come in with the questions later on. So, um, Ayebs, you've spoken about being a teacher, a French teacher. Maybe next time, like, we'll do, like, French lessons or something <laughs> on Twitter, Twitter, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And, and you've spoken about building your business. And so we'd like to know, 
um how do you balance this all like how do you do um how do you balance school because i know that like school will probably take a lot of time right like what are the times that you do most of your orders yeah how do you handle your clients and all that we'd like to learn a bit more about that um okay so balancing all that i think um um yeah so saying that um it's it's all start from the mind um i think you need to be intentional i i say this a lot but it's actually what works for me so um you need to be intentional you need to be conscious you need to make a conscious effort to make it work and then that brings me to my next point planning you need to plan ahead and also i say you need to be proactive yeah, because um, at a point I was even doing home teaching as well. So, like, even after school, I still go and teach at yeah. homes before I go home and all that. So, <laughs> but I still manage to do the business alongside. So, yeah, I'd say planning. You need to plan properly and then you need to have, I could say, have a support system have people that you can count on um, like I said my mom supports me a lot she's being very helpful and so yeah and I have friends who help in one way or the other there are some who help with the social media posts sometimes and sometimes I have uh, others who help me with dispatch issues as for dispatch guys hmm I don't know how to put it, but like that's very <laughs> yeah, so having a support system also helps. Sometimes they just help you keep your sanity, not necessarily doing something to help your business, but um, after a stressful day, just having someone you can talk to, someone who can advise you or point out things that are going bad or going wrong with a business, yeah, it also helps. So basically, that's what keeps me doing. That's what helps me. Nice. So, you know, talking about your support system, um, you, you've shown us, like, the trajectory of um, Salah Delight so far. I think that one thing that I'm curious about, or I guess we'd also be curious about, is so how do you intend to build on, on Salah Delight? Like, where do you see it in the next two years, in the next five years, in the next ten years? What kind of infrastructure do you think that you'd like to put in place to grow Salad Delight even bigger and even better? Okay, so initially, I just wanted to keep it on this side, but I think we've grown a lot. Um, yeah, almost two years. I think somewhere in May, maybe two years. And we've grown a lot. So I'm actually thinking of not expanding per se, but um, getting a location. I've been working from home all along, so um, that's actually why orders are, you need to pre-order, so yeah, I work from home, and I need to wake up at dawn and get orders done before getting to school and all that, but then, so I'm still considering, because I mean, if I'm going to have um, a location where people can work in, it means that I need to get someone, so yeah, um, I'm still considering and still weighing my options 
So yeah, I have plans, but um, I can't really spell them out now. So we'll see how it goes this time. Yeah, amazing. I think just as you said, you're still going to be learning along the way. And so once you've, you've at least the first thing is that you know that you want a physical location. So I know that mm-hmm. just as you've come this far, just as you put in all this dedication into wake up that early and then make the salads before you go to work. I know that like in a couple of years to come, we'll still be hearing much things about salad like Sure. Yeah. So thanks for saying that. And, and you know, um, let's say right now, um, it's it should be something along the lines of what Jojo asked you about whether you'd say that um, we should hold on on starting our business or whether we should just like start immediately. So I'd want to ask. So like, let's say you're 18 years old right now, like maybe a semi senior high school or something. <laughs> what would be what would be some lessons that you tell yourself? Like maybe like about school, about business, about life. Like what are some things that you'd have done differently? After after you, you could have a question from Ivy, our amazing, she she switched things into existence for us today, so we we'll have her <laughs> speaking very soon. So I um, please go on and then answer before. Um, I think my eighteen-year-old self was very timid. I'm actually a shy person, like naturally, but um, okay. I think I think it was beyond shyness. I I was very timid. Um, I used to be, I hardly take action. Um, I think most of the time I needed to be pushed around to do stuff. So if I had to advise my 18-year-old self, um, I'll probably mm-hmm. just encourage her to do more and probably break out of her shell and then, yeah, just take chances. Wow, break out of your shell much easier. Like, <laughs> just go for what you want, right? Yeah, it sounds easy, but I mean, it's not as easy as it sounds like that. But you need to, like, really push yourself to be able to get things done. Yeah, you can't, you can't stay in your comfort zone the whole time and expect that things will just um, fall on their silver platter. So, yeah. I think, mm, I think yeah. I've held myself back a lot. <laughs> over the years mm-hmm. um, probably if I was more how do I put it if I was able to get out of my shell early I would have been able to achieve more so yeah yeah but I, I, I also think that like, yeah, that, that's true like we should get out of our shell early but then I still know that there are so so many years I had past so yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. like always yeah. Oh, yeah, but I guess it's also advice for like all of our, all of us, to me myself, that in case we want to go ahead and do something, we should just get out of our comfort zones and do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, great, great, great. And and on that note, um, we'd like to invite Ivy Bali. I know she's going out of her comfort zone yeah, in different, yeah. different ways. Yeah. That she's really inspiring us all, you know? <laughs> she's really inspiring us all. I mean, the other day she tweeted the the. See you to turn to existence, and so Ivy, um, kind kindly share with us, like, like what's inspiring you? We really want to know today. 
Well, thank you for the opportunity. I actually came to ask a question. So, <laughs> uh, but really, I wanted to say I am proud of Ayes and, and all the great work she's doing with her business. So I wanted to come here and let her know that because um, I didn't even know she was a, a friend teacher until today. So I'm learning a lot <laughs> from her experience in her businesses. Her business, yes. And yeah, definitely want to... Tell her to keep going because, I mean, starting a business and running a business, especially during a pandemic, is not that easy. So, yeah, doing a lot of things um, right and, yeah, just here to support. But also to you, Irene, for creating this platform and, and giving us the opportunity to hear um, her story today. My question uh, to you is, um, you mentioned that you are considering getting a fiscal location, and I'm wondering why you want to get a fiscal location. Have you already done some research on on that to be able to determine if that's the right step to take? And and I'm asking because I know um, having a fiscal location is not that easy. It's expensive to rent a place, and there are lots of um, I mean, there are lots of expenses that come with running a fiscal um, place. So I'm just curious to know what what you've done, what research you've done, and do you believe that you you have the you have what you need to be able to successfully run the location? Thank you. Thanks for that, Izzy. Nice, nice question, and thank you, like, for appreciating our efforts. Um, Ayebs, over to you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ivy. Um, I'm really grateful and I'm glad you're here. Thank you so much. Um, so to your question, um, okay, so I was actually considering the fiscal location because most of the time I get orders coming in like um, on the actual day, like someone wants an order today and the person is just ordering. And sometimes it's sad when you have to send them down. And sometimes there's actually nothing I can do about it because sometimes when the orders come, I'm already at work, I'm already in school, and there's really not much I can do. And um, I've I've also got a couple of people asking, um, so is there a place we can work in? Can we pick up and all that? But I wouldn't say um, I've decided. I'm still considering, still doing research. At the time, like I said, um, while I was home, if I had the resources then, I think I would have been able to get the location. And because um, there, was a, there was a place I spotted that I thought would be ideal. But now with work and everything, considering the expenses, just um, I have to probably get extra hands and all that. I don't think I'm ready yet, but I'm still considering. So maybe with time, we'll see, we'll see how things go. Nice. That sounds great. Maybe like we'll, we'll hold like a sort of hangout at, at your physical space in the year <laughs> or year to come. That'd be so cool, right? Yeah. Nice, nice. So, 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 now you shared with us some key lessons. Um, you shared with us some challenges. Would also like to know. So, I'm just thinking. You know, you said that like every day your mother keeps you going. Another thing I'd like to lo- know in line with this is in terms of um 
learning like what are your favorite resources that you usually go to like do you put in some form of personal development to motivate you like what keeps you going on a daily basis um as for learning learning there you never get done and being a teacher personally always <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um personally this year i've decided to put more into my personal development so as part of my goals i'm reading six books for the year so i decided to be doing two and sorry a book every two months and um, i finished my first book for the year already i'm on my second so um that's it for um like part of the personal development goals and then also because Uh, I'm teaching in a girls school now. I also take the chance to talk to them and inspire them in chance I get. So I try to be the best I can so that at least um I can be a good example to them. And so yes, I'm always on the lookout. There I mean resources are everywhere, even on Twitter, um YouTube, Instagram, everywhere, books. So I mentioned books earlier. YouTube also has been helping a lot. And oh mm-hmm. yeah, I also started mm-hmm. um coding is going quite well. Sometimes wow. stressful, but <laughs> yeah, I decided to challenge myself a bit more. So um I joined the 100 days challenge and I think I'm getting to 70 days already. Yeah, so that's it. It's going well so far, so good. Nice. Like you can see, like look, look at the hearts on Ivy's like little circle. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to be challenge, and it helped me because I decided to um learn programming somewhere last year, the latter part of last year, but. Okay. I think I had enough inspiration. So when she started the hundred days challenge, I just felt okay. This is a chance. Let me just hop on and see how things go. And personally, it has helped me to be accountable, and um, because sharing my journey sometimes I feel like um, it keeps me in check. And I've also made a couple of great friends through that. People that are helping me and helping me keep up. And all that. So yes, wonderful. That sounds really nice. I think that um, like my favorite part about what you said is that you're not limiting yourself to one space. Like you're you're really you're really showing, yeah. you're really showing that you're open to learning new things. I mean, French teacher plus color delight, and now you're coding. Like I can't imagine to meet you in the next few years. Thank you. So, Yeah, you're doing really well. So um um I uh, yes, I think you mentioned that your favorite platform or like your go-to platform is Twitter. Yes. Um I think I'd like to ask or would like to know what other platforms are there that people can connect with you on, whether they're connected with you personally like on a professional level I mean or um like following Sala Delight like what are these platforms that you're building on at the moment? Oh, for for my business um i have an instagram account as well but um i'm not really active on there because <laughs> uh 
I don't know. It's a special family. Yeah, it works more for you. Yeah, Twitter works best for me. So, Twitter, Instagram, I think I have my um, contacts also on my flyer, on my page. So, either WhatsApp, call, I'm available on either of them. Nice, nice. So, um, you know, I shared, I shared the poster on my status as well. And I think some people are joining us today because they've been focusing on other platforms, maybe like Instagram, maybe like Facebook, like all that. I'm oh. sure that they might like to learn. Oh, sorry, sorry for interrupting. You wanted to oh, say no, something? Okay, so I was going to say that I'm sure that they might like to learn maybe two or three key tips that you'd have for them for building your business on Twitter, like what's been working for you? What would you like to share with us? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if it's anything <laughs> special I'm doing on Twitter, but... <laughs> uh, well, of course you are. I'm sure you are. <laughs> Sorry again. I'm sure you are. Like, that's how I came to follow you, like, follow Salad Delights <laughs> and all that. So there's something great that you are doing. <laughs> okay, I think that... Um... Maybe the way you put your message out there counts. Yeah, because um most of the time... So I wasn't really active on Twitter initially, but um I had to, because of my business, I had to um get involved. So I had um a few friends that were helping me. Nanakoshi, I'm not sure who's here. So he helped me and encouraged me to engage on tweets and then post. So I started posting pictures and all that. Initially, um, I wasn't getting, it wasn't working as smoothly as it is now because um, when you start, okay. it takes time. Like people want to slightly observe you and then really see what you are doing. Sometimes also because of this mm-hmm. um, scam and all that, Sometimes people are wondering if they are really genuine and all that. So, um, organizing your content is also important. So, I think I post most of the time. I do three posts in a week. Um, because I think that when it becomes too much, uh, I think it's, it gets annoying. I don't know, but that's what I think personally. When okay. it becomes too much, uh, it can be annoying sometimes you need to try and manage it in a way and then I also try and share feedback from clients as much as possible so that at least people um, for those who are doubting and wondering if they are really genuine so most of the time I try to share messages from um, the DMs and all that try and keep the person anonymous as well and then you also need to be mindful Mm -hmm. because um, the way you put things out there sometimes there are some conversations I can't even hop onto because I feel like my business is at stake. So I need to be careful. Okay. There are some arguments and stuff, bunches here and there. I just can't get in because I mean, um, I'm protecting my brand. So I think that you need to be careful what you post and also be careful how you're posting it. Like, the way you put the message out there is important. And then try and post feedback also. 
Yeah, so that at least it clears the doubt in the minds of some people. And and then yeah, I one thing that works for me is also the way I talk to my clients. I don't think I've had any negative feedback yet. Um, I don't remember being rude to anybody. Uh, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but yeah, I think that is what um, also keeps people coming back. There are times that people, not everybody who gets into your DM or order, some people want to just um, see how things are done here. So the way you talk to the person would determine whether he or she is going to even go ahead with the order in the first place. And then there are some also who will go ahead with the order, but will decide whether to come back or not. I think a large part of it also depends on the way you talk to people, the way you communicate. And then, yeah, so this is that Thanks. Those are really helpful. So um, in terms of like, sharing feedback from your clients is important, from what you said. Um, and of course, we should be careful of the kind of conversations. I think that like, you basically say we should protect our brand, right? So we should... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make the decision, yeah, and then decide what to engage in and then what we don't want to engage in, and then relationships. Like, I think at the end of the day, they are key. You know, people people usually speak a lot about how our network is beneficial to us, and I think it's kind of related to this because, of course, if you give that good service, if people want to come back, definitely they'll probably tell like a friend, a brother, or a sister to come back as well. So, yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. Um, at this point, I'd, I'd like to ask that in case you have a question, a comment, any feedback for IEPS, um, kindly request to be made a speaker, and then we can we can um, like add you as a speaker so that you ask your question. And so I'll just like pause momentarily because in a few minutes we'll also be ending our space. So we have Brian. Okay, so just a minute. Hi, Brian. So you can go ahead and speak. Okay. Yeah, so Brian, you can unmute and then speak. Great. Thank you. Um, I, have, I love your story. Um, love that you've kind of uh, been able to manage your, your online presence. Um, and, and one of the things I've been asking or thinking about is um, selling to different customer segments um, and how that impacts the pricing. Um, so curious if you've been able to use the analytics from your social media presence, so be it Instagram or Twitter, uh, to figure out who your, your biggest champions are, like your, your, your customers who are most excited to buy from you. Um, and, and if you were to be able to figure that out, has that impacted your pricing at all? Interesting question. Okay. Um, so, Ayebs, um, what would your take on this be? Hello. Yeah, please, can you come again? I didn't really get the question, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, I, when you go, so the way I've been kind of thinking about my business, um, when you go online and then promote via social media like Twitter and, and, and other social media platforms, you start to figure out, um, who your customers are. Uh, maybe it's different age brackets, maybe it's different incomes, maybe it's different interests, um, and start to notice trends about which customers are most excited to, to buy your products. Um, 
And I, and that's something that I've heard in theory, but haven't actually put into practice. Um, because the, the way I'm thinking about it is if you find a certain customer, a group of customers who are just excited to buy your product, like super excited to buy your product, um, that tells me that they have certain interests and are more likely to pay more for your product than the average customer. Um, and so that's something I've been thinking about, like how can how do we find these groups of customers that may be more willing to pay a higher price for a product than the average? Um, and then maybe we can craft and tailor a product for that um, customer group who's more willing to pay a higher price. Um, so th that's a lot of context to say, um, through your online presence, ha have you been able to leverage your analytics in any way to figure out who would be more willing to pay more? Um, and if so, um, what, how did you act on it? Oh, okay. All right. So um, if I get your question right, you're asking, um, based on the analytics I've done, if I've been able to, if it's affected my pricing in any way, um, is that it? Yeah, because I've, so I, I, spent some time okay. looking at okay. your um at your, your presence online and i thought wow that's an incredible um product for someone like me um in my situation i would be willing to say pay more for for that convenience and and, and that that product um and and thus have you been able to have you thought about that at all and have you been able to take advantage and it's a very specific question more so because it's something i personally have been struggling with and didn't know if um if, if you had thought about it and, and if you haven't, that's okay too. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so initially when I started, most of my clients were students, mostly from Lincoln and um, UPS. So it was one of the reasons I tried, I was trying to really cut down on the pricing. And um, I think with time, I got more workers coming in. But then I still try to maintain the prices and not try to really take advantage. There are times where people think that, okay, this is good and I want to pay more. I've had a few of those. And then there are times that people people actually um, pay pay more. for So probably uh, um, they want you to add on. They want to customize their order. And then they end up paying more because they think that, okay, it's actually worth more than what you're actually given. So, yeah, I've had, I've had um, a few of those instances, but I wouldn't really say um, I'm taking advantage of that because, yeah, I still have a lot of students, a lot of um, people who are, I wouldn't say struggling, but... Um, they, they are progressing. <laughs> they are moving forward. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like the normal, um, should I say the average Ghanaian? Yeah, so okay. most of the time I just try to stick to the normal pricing. Gotcha, okay. If you want to pay more, I mean, of course, it's welcome. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I was thinking not necessarily the same product, but if you're looking at your customers, you're saying... Uh, People like, I don't know, Brian tend to buy uh, this product. Maybe I can create a new product just for that customer segment and then charge a different price. 
so, so that way, not necessarily that you take your current products and, and upcharge them, um, but instead see which customer segments are more excited and then create a new product targeted toward that customer segment that uh, may be willing to pay more. Um, but th that was a very nuanced question. Sure. Just curious if you had it. <laughs> sure, thank you. So helpful. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Sue. Yeah, I think, um, thanks for asking that, Brian, too, and thanks, Ayeps, because I think it's it's really brought something. I think I also need to see how to leverage my analytics as well. So thank you for bringing that up in your question. I'd like to ask, um, does anybody else have a question to ask Ayeps? Yeah, I'll just pause for like 30 seconds. It's been a, it's been a really great space. I've learned so much. Like I have like a sheet full of notes here for my apps. And you know, as we are um, ending the session, I'd like to ask you, Ayebs, like, what's your parting message to us? You shared how you've grown Salad Delight from the beginning to your exciting points, your mom being your inspiration, um, to to reminding us that it's up to us to really go after what we want to go in life. So what would you say is your final message to each and everyone? I know that there are business builders here. Um, there, are, there are students here. There are workers here. There are women here. It's Women's History Month. It's, an, it's a special month for us also. What would your parting message to us be? Um, okay, parting message. Hmm. Um. Okay, so um, I think that I, I'm not sure passing message as in terms of business or just generally speaking, but whatever so I think. Um, I thought so you could maybe like do business first and then like do general life first. That, that's okay. fine. <laughs> All right, so with regards to business, I'll still go back to my point of starting small. Yeah, um, I think that you, if you think of all the things you don't have at the moment, it will be impossible to start. Um, whether it has to do with um, things you need to get, if it has to do with knowledge you need to get, just start with the little you have. There are resources available you can take advantage of. And YouTube, YouTube has been very helpful for me. Um, I mean, wrapping from wrapping my boxes, wrapping baskets, I didn't know any of that. And then like I said, I started with just a lot from the beginning. Um, over the years, I've went to make a whole lot of other things. And I've really had people coming to me personally to um, share recipes with them and all that. Yes, yeah, so just take advantage of the little you have and start. That no matter how small. And then the other thing is also not to be so hard on yourself. I mean, mistakes happen. And, and yeah, we learn along the journey. So there's no point being so hard on yourself. I, I had to learn this lesson the hard way. So I just wish that for anyone who's listening, um, we should learn to give ourselves some grace, if I should put it that way. Yeah, so... You don't need to be so hard on yourself. You learn from your mistakes and then you build on. Yeah. And then generally speaking, I think um, um, 
I believe I believe a lot in the power of the mind. Yeah, so you can push through anything you put your mind to. I mentioned that I started learning programming just recently and I remember a couple of people wanted to discourage me from the beginning and looking at the few weeks and how much I've learned, I think that we really don't need to look down on ourselves. Um, I think that once once you make up your mind, you can do it. I keep saying that all it takes is just a little psyching up. So you just psych yourself, keep your focus, be intentional, and be consistent. Yeah. So my keyword for the year is consistency, and I'm trying to be consistent in everything. Like as far as it has to do with. Um, growing and getting better. I'm trying to stay consistent. So yeah, I think that will be my parting message for today. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing this idea. I think that throughout the evening as we've been speaking, you you kept on re reiterating on the fact that we need to keep growing, we need to keep learning, like you stressed on YouTube, you stressed on books. You stress on the fact that you didn't know how to do some things like the baskets wrapping and all that, but then you still made an effort to go ahead and learn. And I think that's inspiration to us all, that whatever it is that we set out to achieve, if we really are ready to put in a time in, we'll be able to learn how to improve upon it and then how to make it better and how to, of mm -hmm. course, make some income upon it while helping other people as well. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> for sharing all these amazing lessons. It's been a pleasure to, to host you tonight. Um, thank you to all our amazing, amazing, amazing guests who have been with us, to learn with us, to share with us. Um, in case you have any further questions, please do tweet them at us. Or like any comments, any, any um, commendation for Ayeb, kindly do tweet it at her. And thank you to the phenomenal Ivy Bali as well. It's, it's great that we had you here supporting us or Women's History Month, we see all the amazing things that you do for women, you're, you're doing currently for women like us, like all the spotlights and things, they're really amazing. Please keep going. Um, who, who would like to really invite you to one of our spaces soon, we hope that you'll be joining us to share with us what inspires you too. And so I'd like to wish you all a good evening and um, do do keep going, do keep learning, do keep growing your business, do keep um, delivering value and like keep adapting, you know, it's life is never going to be static. We're always going to have to go to like adjust to certain things. And so as as I had said, like don't be too hard on yourself. Just make the most out of situations and you'll be all right. So thank you so much and do have yourself an amazing rest of the day. It's goodbye for now. Bye. Thank you. Bye.